Welcome to the family with co-host Catherine Brandt, Tevin Pittman, Alex Brandt-Bernard Rasmussen, Andy Brandt-Bernard, and Mike Bryant. What a bag of smashes, as they once said. What? That's I've not a never thing. heard of That's anyone say that in my life. So, <laughs> it, what do you mean it's not a thing? No one's ever that said with that. An accent, I think. What, what's a bag yeah, of they, smashes? They, they say, hey. All they'd make me do is hang around with you bag of smashes. Okay, so it's a black old guy mafia. No, 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 it's a mafia deal. Yeah. No, okay. no but I, black guy said it no. would be like this. For a black guy said it would be like this. Well, I don't wish to hang out with you bag of smashes. <laughs> That's an English. <laughs> it was an English from, black man. The black guy from Bridgerton. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, so exactly. much. I, I, exactly I, right. I looked it up, and there's an urban dictionary of bag of smashed assholes. No. <laughs> We gotta start the show. We gotta start the show. We'll take a break. We'll be right back and find one out. Bag of smashed assholes. Right after that. Do you want to do a live? No. Okay. <laughs> Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if i'm hanging out with you uh, maybe <laughs> uh, okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant walls around motor group walls.com and doug sprinthal Nissan news. This is exciting, and I'm glad Andy's here. We just got our first shipments at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan of the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue. Dude, you need to trade. This is a brand-new vehicle. It's got bird's-eye parking. So when you're backing up, you hit the screen, and it's like a spy satellite above oh. the vehicle. It is, And it's got ProPilot. It is cool. Trade your car in. Well, Melissa said she did like this one better than the last one, so maybe she'll like the next one better than this one. All right. Be like Andy and Melissa and check out the Nissan Rogue. It's been a dream of mine to be like Andy ever since he was born. <laughs> so, yeah, check out these vehicles at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville and in Coon Rapids, House of J-Lo and the House of Dan Resch. Tell them Andy sent you. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. We're rocking out. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, for all you ignoramuses who denied my statement. Because it's not a thing. The black owner of a diner in the movie Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead says to the the guy, says, hey, uh, how you doing today? And the guy behind the counter goes, no, I'm doing fine now. All of you bag of smashes are here. So it is a black thing. <laughs> so that, mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a black thing. So it's it. a compliment. Italian thing, too. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad. 
Ah, uh, no, it is not a compliment. No, it's not you don't want to say it to people you love? No, you don't. No question. Matter of fact, there's a whole an entire thing on here about the lines you've misquoted forever from movies. Uh, honestly, uh, oh yeah, we need going to need a bigger boats on there. Well, there's all kinds of. Oh yeah, you're going to need a bigger stuff. boat. Yeah, people get it wrong all yep. the time. Yeah, is you're going to need a bigger boat from what? What is this from? From Jaws. 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 Oh, from Jaws. Okay. A movie. Jaws. I've never even seen that movie. And You've I know never that. seen Jaws. Mm-mm. It's wow. That's horrible. a cool. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's like it's best in the it's bad in the best way. Uh, you know, yeah. like it's so cheesy and well, over the top. All ocean like disaster movies are like Absolutely. just get out of the water. Yeah, just, like, yeah. just don't go yeah. in the water. Don't. Yeah. Why do, do they go in the water and land? Because then they wouldn't have a movie. Well, did you know mm-hmm. that the shark's name in Jaws is not Jaws? What is it? Unnamed shark. Yeah, it's unnamed. It's unnamed shark. Unnamed shark. George. But very famous unnamed shark. It was, it eventually became Jaws in like Jaws 3, I think. But they never actually named it Jaws. Not in the first movie. Well, I never actually thought that the shark's name was Jaws. A lot of people do. But also, not naming the shark is like the most normal thing in the movie. Because why would you name Yeah, why would you name a shark that's trying to kill you? Like, oh, let's call it Teddy. Some shark, yeah. Yeah. There was another another surfer attack in Florida. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Fred got somebody. Yeah. Yet again. Classic Fred. Classic a shark named Judy. How about that? A shark named Judy. Okay. That'd be good. Can I get into which one should I should I do my pissy feminist rant or my Trump conspiracy theory? I want the Trump conspiracy. Okay. You'll it's fantastic. Okay. So All right. apparently Joe Biden is not the president. There's no such thing as the forty sixth. President, he's supposed mm-hmm. to be the 46th president. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as the 46th president. We are now a republic. And it's always been a republic. No, I mean, no, the republic, republic. the republic has been dissolved. We are no longer a republic. And we, JFK was the first president that started this whole thing to get us out of the republic. So Donald Trump true. will be the 19th president of the United States. Oh. In two weeks, all of this evidence is going to come out on every oh. screen. All Mike, screens are going to go out black. With it today. The, well, they're, all the screens Mike are going to go black. Did. And there's going to be an eight hour loop of all of this evidence oh, about how Democrats have been funneling kajillions of dollars through the Vatican. Nice. Yep. The and Vatican. Trump got mm-hmm. it all and mm-hmm. is paying off everybody's everything with all of this Democrat Vatican money. And the bank of... You mean Biden got it all, not Trump. No, Trump found it all. And he's going he to reveal... Found a treasure he chest he, like, he got into the money, and there have been 100 U.S. Marshals working on this case. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, I feel like there's something extra. And then him like, and Nicolas more. Cage are yeah. going to steal the <laughs> Declaration of Independence. This feels randomly <laughs> generated. Like, with the whole group that went into the Capitol, that's no longer a big deal right. anymore. Gonna, yeah. he, he, Nicolas Cage, that wasn't as hard as it looked nope. in the movie. No. no. I saw but a meme. go ahead with your conspiracy. So I what else happens I saw here? a meme, though, of like people... People when they broke into the capital of Nicolas Cage, who was like in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's hilarious. Um, okay, I'm trying to think of what I need to. But look it's at. the Bank of. Let's see, it's probably the Bank England. of, there's of a, England. There's not. It's, it's not the Bank of England. It's a bank in England that basically owns America. Hmm. And yeah, Trump got his hands on all this kajillions of dollars through the Vatican, okay. and he is going to pay off the, all of the U.S. debt 
and people's college debt and house debt and everyone house debt yeah nice. i know that is a like, lot of money have a mortgage <laughs> looks anymore. like i'm buying a million dollars i didn't buy a car last week <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's gonna be paid off no prob i hey i'm gonna see if i can i can buy uh sylvester stallone's house for 35 million He's sounds a, good to me why don't you why don't you like lend us like 10 million dollars yeah. <laughs> it'll be yeah. paid off don't Just, worry about it yeah don't worry about yeah, it in, one, don't worry in about one to two weeks all cell phones and screens are gonna go black with an eight hour loop of evidence of all of this stuff and biden is sitting in a fake oval office signing fake paper papers it's all pretend <laughs> the corporation okay. has been dissolved because the u.s is a powerful. corporation it, it, they wouldn't have to go through all these right. gimmicks. <laughs> Pelosi's already been arrested. Nice, sweet. Okay. Um, well, she is Italian, so that's a natural. Oh, that's racist. <laughs> Thank you very much. Racist? No, it's not because I'm yeah. honky. And this has been in the works since JFK and Trump finally like it's, it's coming it to out. a close. It's all Mike Lindell was the leader. Yeah. I'm torn between all debt being erased, yay, and my phone is going to be on an eight-hour Is it really worth it? I don't know if I need eight hours. <laughs> yeah. Can we negotiate exactly? This yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So point, I, I know point. when she told me, I was like, "This is crazy," and it, now I'm like, I, "I can see it." <laughs> what would you do the eight hour? What time would you use? Because if they pick the wrong time, they might miss a bunch of people. Like if right. they That's, say start yeah. at five in the morning, a lot of a lot of people would miss it. Maybe they'll start at like seven a.m. New York time. Okay, so that'd be six hour time. That'd be four o'clock on the West Coast, though. And then it would go for eight hours, and oh, then it to would to noon, all... I suppose. Yeah, yeah. And work. That might get Watch it. Watch it on your lunch break. Like you could. And then, like, just with when we do get our phones back, internet <laughs> sharing. <laughs> I mean, I'd hate for me and your dad to be the only two that know what's going on for a while. Right. <laughs> And then yeah, I'd, exactly. I'd also be curious as to like how much evidence is being looped in this like eight yeah. hours. Like, is it, is it like fifteen minutes of evidence that's just okay? I'm done. Well, with this. The, like the report that Linda, Lindell put out on the Twitter today was that it was all the the um, voting machines. So yeah, the voter, oh, voter okay. machines have like yeah. eight billion votes that were all made up through the voting machines. That was the report that came out mm. about two hours ago. Oh, eight billion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what's the I problem with that? What's the problem with that? I don't think it happened. Well, but he does. So who's right know. and who's wrong? That's what I want to know. Well, I, I'll I'll stand with the machines and I'll stand with the that uh, that group. So I think and I'll the courts stand with been, my buddy. Well, you know, yeah. and, and I would assume that. This isn't the first time that there's been voter fraud in America. This isn't well, like a brand new. <laughs> yeah, for real. This isn't oh, a brand new. God, what a joke. The question of whether or not there's some fraud. I yeah. mean, there's probably with all the things that happens. There's people who get paid to go to the go to the polls, and that's fraud. There's people who go from the wrong address. But like in Minnesota, there were three of them one year. Three, mm -hmm. three cases. Yeeks. Yeah. You know that may be decided if, zero. Are elections. they look? But What's are they it? looking really? Are they really no. looking? Well, they charged those three yeah, people really. out. So, yeah, oh, I they think did? they are. Oh. Yeah, yeah they shocking. actually charged them out. They charged one person for voting in, Hen in North Minneapolis and voting in St. Paul. They charged another guy for voting in St. Louis Park and in, I think he voted in Brainerd or something. And then uh, there's a third one that I don't remember. But So that year they, they brought three cases. And that oh had boy. no effect on any election. Yeah, I say stood in the voting line. I'm not. Then no, thank you. I'll stand in it Tough. once, mail it in something. I'm not trying to vote twice. Yeah. No. 
I think, to tell you the truth, I'm very serious about this when I say I know there was fraud because I know that my candidate got 85 million votes. Tulsi Gabbard didn't count. Tulsi Gabbard didn't show up. Did you see Tulsi's interview about martial law? Uh, where was it? It was on Fox. She gave like about a 10-minute uh, interview, and she, oh, she, she was did. very upset about what happened in the National Guard in D.C. Because that was garbage that they ended up in that the in the terrible. parking lot. That was ridiculous. Terrible. But somehow, somehow that got bounced to suddenly be in martial law, which I don't completely understand. But you know, I guess. Hey, don't be picking on my candidate. I would Damn never it. pick on her. She's pill. a good pot smoking legislator, or was. She's happy as can be. <laughs> Everything's great. And she's going to lead the, the charge in Congress. Oh no! Wait. <laughs> was I the only one that? Uh, oh, that was that was according to Greg Gutfeld. Don't worry about it. We've got Tulsi Gabbard. Didn't even know she wasn't in Congress anymore. And the odds are good she and may not even have voted host? for herself. She might have taken a wave like she did on that one vote for for her impeachment. That's true. <laughs> We do have to take a break because we have a special guest coming up, but you can't tell Alex who it is. I already know. What do you Sorry. think of that? Ah, I about told it. everybody not to tell you. Sorry. Oh, you didn't tell me because I told her. Yes, I did, Mike too. did not get the memo. I didn't get the memo. Uh, for cr- I told you on the phone yesterday, don't tell we Alex. We can talk about how his brother and I are best friends, hmm. and I've been asked right. to move into nice his conversation. compound. Yeah, move so, to the compound with right. my family. Now that everybody knows our special guest coming up next, Frank Stallone will join us. Right after this, the family. Tom Bernard with my buddy and CEO from North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, you work with many different types of businesses. Can you tell me about one of them? Absolutely. Real Fishing was started by a young entrepreneurial couple here in the Twin Cities. They offer guided fishing services during the open water season and ice house rentals in the winter. They came to us with a great idea for their business, but not a lot of experience in getting one off the ground. Now that they're up and running, they've told us how much they appreciate that we listen to their ideas for their business and help them work through all of the contingencies that could come. Knowing that we will be here to help them every step of the way with the capital they need. Yeah, they're not going to get that at just any bank. You need Bilski. Tommy, our whole team at all of the branches take pride in providing outstanding customer service and are ready to help our clients when they need us most. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you will never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike is making a special offer for my listeners. You buy one set, get another set absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Square, and use promo code TOM, T-O-M. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code TOM. Only you would talk over a commercial. No, Let me I, just say that. What? Wait, the audience You're a couldn't disaster. hear him. Yeah. Oh, I was Why not? I could. I'm deeply hurt. Yes, I'm sorry. 
Yeah, you sound really contrite. They really do. They get right. hounded by right. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Alex <laughs> is just shaking companies That's down right. for money. <laughs> exactly. Hey, where's the vig? Where's the vig for this month? Where's the vig? Is our guest ready to go? Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Frank Stallone. How are you, sir? Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Fantastic. It's great talking to you again. Had a wonderful talk Thank with you. Frank last week on the KQ Morning Show, and now he's on the yeah. afternoon show with the family. Looking forward to it. Alex, your buddy uh, Sylvester Stallone that you walked by the other day, now you can meet Frank Stallone, his much more handsome brother. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes, oh, God. <laughs> What's going on, Frank? Nothing much, man. Just kind of sitting around in uh, L.A. waiting for the sky to fall. Who the knows? sky? <laughs> yeah, we're just so... We're just so bored here. It's not even funny. I mean, you know, they say they're opening the city up, but it's just like, God. Terrible. I, I was been, watching... Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, man. I was watching the preview for your the movie that's coming out, um, the documentary that they've got yes, coming out. out. Oh, it's out now. How, where is it out? Well, it's out on Amazon Prime, on Amazon. Google Play, okay. and iTunes. It looks interesting. I mean, just the number of uh, celebrities they got with quotes and talking about it looks, like, really good. That's a lot of fun. You know, I mean, it was, uh, it's, it's a nice tribute. It's, uh, you know, I mean, it's not something I was out, like, hawking to do a documentary about myself. I was, you know, asked by these two filmmakers to, to do it, and I said, okay, give it a shot, and that's what happened. Are you happy with how it came out? Yes, I'm very happy how it came out. It was, it was very, these guys did a lot of work, and uh, it was really, it's, I mean, it's, you know, it's kind of an honor when you think about it, to have a documentary done about your life. It's pretty, pretty cool. So, I'm yeah, really, no uh, about that. very, 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 very happy about it. Cool. No, it's a wonderful thing. Oh, by the way, Frank, from when you were on the morning show, the KQ morning show last week, and we were talking, I got about 9,000 emails and text messages from my friends that said, why did Frank Stallone have to remind you when you and he were at the Carlton Celebrity Room with Little River Band? <laughs> I said, hey, it's been a long 40 years, you know? That's, a, That's yeah, all I have. Yeah, 1984, 85, yeah. Yeah, the Carlton was great. I mean, that, it's a shame they tore it down. That was a... A lot, a lot of great acts played there, you know. Uh, no doubt about or it. Or the majestic ballroom, the majestic. Yeah, ballroom. the majestic. <laughs> majestic. And we Wonderful. played there. I swear to God, we played there, uh, and we were the feature act. And the next act coming on next week was Frankie Yankovic <laughs> and his happy accordion. Yeah. It was like a polka fest. You know what I'm saying? So everyone played there, from from Ted Nugent to like. Uh, Neil LeBang, I'm on the Frankie. Yeah, yeah. So it was like from Lawrence Welk to heavy metal. Yeah. yeah, that's how life should be. Everybody gets a taste, right? Uh, by the way, the documentary we're talking about is Stallone Frank. That is available on digital and VOD. It is available right now. As a matter of fact, Frank. Um, I, I, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but I, I do want to talk about, you know, the world's dumbest. Your character, your, it wasn't really a character, it was just part of you that people hadn't seen before. I really enjoyed that. I loved your performance on that show. Well, you know, here's the funny thing about that. Someone asked me, said, look, we're doing this show, uh, and uh, it's called World's Dumbest. 
So it's basically people send in videos from all over the world of people just doing stupid stuff, you know, and, and we just, uh, you know, critique it. But I didn't realize everyone on the show was scripted. I was not. They just would send me the uh, <laughs> DVDs, and I'd watch them, and I would just fly by the seat of my pants. And uh, and what happened is I kind of got a bit of a cult following because, you know, um, there were two sorts of people that I really thought were stupid and did dumb stuff, which were the Chinese and the Russians. And I'd be very popular <laughs> with that because, one, the Chinese cannot drive. I don't care what anybody says. And the Russians uh, want to blow us up. And they drink too much. So that was, that was my moniker. And the funny thing was, I said, well, I'm probably going to get killed by, like, some uh, Russian KGB guy, you know. And I probably won't be able to date any more of the good-looking Russian girls. I think I've killed that. So what happened was all of a sudden it became this cult thing. I became, like, the voice of, the, uh, of that. And... It, the funny thing is, I'd be in the airport, and people would walk up and go, you Frank Spawn, oh, Christ, here we go. And, <laughs> and the one guy was a colonel, full-bird colonel. Walked up and goes, are you Frank Spawn? I said, yes, sir. He goes, man, I love World Summit. Thank you very much. I'm like, Jesus Christ. When the military <laughs> likes your stuff, you know you're doing good. So that was kind of that. And I had a lot of fun doing it. I did like 80-some shows. I mean, and I didn't realize, I just... That's me. I was just talking. You know, I don't know. Right. You can even do that now. I think people have now, the cancel culture and people have become so thin-skinned now. I don't even know if you can do that show anymore, which is a shame because, you know what, man? It's all in fun. People just, right. just got to lighten up a little bit. You know, people just got to really <clears throat> take a chill pill. You know what I mean? Because people are just so uptight and so into their own thing. Can you imagine if they tried to make Blazing Saddles now or All in the Family? Never happened. Oh, never happened. Never yeah, happened. Yeah, you're absolutely right fun about movies. that. Yeah, they were fun, man. You know, you just got to take everything with a grain of salt. Yep. Frank, when you when you did that on, on uh, World's Dumbest, it just reminded me of so many of the guys that I grew up with because that's what they would do. They would sit there with their... With their, you know, whatever T-shirt on, God bless America, or this, that, or the other thing, and they had their sunglasses on, and they would pontificate yeah. on how on how effed up and screwed up the entire world was, except for America. It was phenomenal. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, you got hey, you got to be team player here. You know what I mean? You got to be uh, exactly. Uh, yeah, and that was just my thing. I said, you know what? People start criticizing me. I said, listen, I didn't make the videos. These dumbbells did. I, I'm just critiquing their stupid stuff. I didn't, you know, I didn't, uh, I wasn't where they came up with all this stuff, you know. It's not like, you know, I directed the videos on people being stupid. They directed themselves. So, but we had a lot of fun with it. You know, Tanya Harding, oh, yeah. sweetheart. I mean, and no one's gotten hammered worse than her. She was very nice. You know, she's a very, very, very nice person. You know, people going, oh, I said, well, you know what? Let me tell you something. One time she was the greatest ice skater in the world, so. So, That's true. You I said when you get a when you get a gold medal, give me a call. <laughs> yeah, you can criticize her then when, once you get that gold medal. Now, yeah, Frank, get... I talked to you. Go ahead, sir. Yeah. Go, go, go ahead. Now, I just uh, I talked to you last week about the fact that we were at the Breakers and ran into your brother down there, and my our, our daughter Catherine is here, my wife and our Hello. daughter and son, Alex. Uh, you want to you want to explain the situation to Frank? What happened? What are you talking about? <laughs> 
You're when you like, saw you his brother. Like, you act like it's the biggest event that's ever occurred. I was walking. <laughs> no. Well, our gazes met and he said, are you Alex Bernard? What? Yeah. What? No. I was walking with my son and Sylvester walked by me. That's the end of the event. End story. That's it. No, it's and not because I got another. Yeah, it yeah, she didn't. She was. She was too afraid to talk to him. I wasn't. But now here's. Okay. Here's the best part of it. Here's the best part. Of it. After I talked, after Alex told me that story about seeing your brother, and then I talked to Frank last week about it, and with this, that, and the other thing, Catherine and I went over and had a little lunch, and the server comes over and he said the weirdest thing happened last week. I said, "What's that?" Because there's a woman sitting, and he points to his left, and he goes, "There's a woman sitting at a table there." And Sylvester Stallone was sitting at the table just right next to you guys. And the woman looks up at me and she says, I just read in the paper, Sylvester Stallone is moving to Palm Beach. And he goes, what do you mean? And she goes, yeah, he's, I, I don't know when he's going to get here, but he's coming. He's moving to Palm Beach. He goes, Unbelievable. that's him like 20 feet from you. He's sitting right there. <laughs> he is right there. <laughs> now, that would have been prime on World Summit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. No, and but I, the, the reason I even wanted to tell you that story, Frank, is every single server told me that when people walked up on now, your your brother's trying to eat his lunch with a couple of friends, and people and they do it to you too. There's no question about it. They walk yep. up on them, and and you know you're not you're taking a bite to eat or whatever, and they come up and start talking to you. Apparently, he handled it really well. Didn't chase anyone away. He was very nice to people. So I think he's following. Very good. He's very good. There are people that are less famous that think they're better than oh, they God, are, yeah. and they're very, very rude. Mm-hmm. For as big as right. he is and for how long he's been famous, he's actually very good with the fans. Yeah, but, I mean, I think he learned that from you, though. That's where he got it. Well, I don't know. I was never that famous to get that many people to walk up to me, but <laughs> I, guess, I, guess, I don't know. I, you know, you try to be... I mean, listen, listen, I just got off the plane coming back from Nashville, and there's the camera. I go, who are you with? Oh, I'm just independent. And, and my press agent goes, no, that's uh, TMZ. Uh, yeah, um, of course, they're still uh, trying to track you into something. I go, what, what, do you want, what do you want to know? Why don't you just ask me what you want to know? You don't have to sit there and what? beat around the bush, and you know, and if I don't want to answer, I want to answer it. If I do, I will. But they think yeah, they're being, never, like, real cute. Yeah. I, I don't know. I've never known you, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's very... Frank, let me ask you a quick question. This might seem like a bizarre question, but uh, you grew up... Where, 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 where actually did you grow up? Maryland. In Maryland, Silver okay. Maryland. Yeah. Silver Springs, Maryland. Okay, so Silver Spring, Maryland, you grew up. So you're a nice, nice Italian kid, and in Maryland, you're having a great time. You got a brother. You got, you know, the, the great family and all the rest of it. Did Did you envision anything close to the way your life turned out? Uh, your brother's life turned out. Did you guys? Did were you always striving for that, or or what happened? I That's a great I story. Was, I don't think. I don't. I don't think he was. I mean, he was more interested. Uh, he was kind of always getting in trouble, getting in fights, kind of in trouble in school. So uh, there was no hope for him. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and at, at six years old, I was, you know, I always wanted to be a rock and roll singer. That's why I always wanted to be. Since the first time I saw right. Elvis in 1956, that's what I wanted to be, you know? So uh, mm-hmm. he was, 
I wouldn't say he was misguided. He was just like a you know kid of his era that was very hyper and stuff like that. And he, you know, like a lot of people, at one point in life, they find something. But uh, it was not easy for him at all. I mean, you know, even though he didn't struggle as long as I did, he struggled, though. I mean, you know, listen, he got rejected a tremendous amount. So, I mean, as you know, nobody wanted to do Rocky. They wanted the movie, but they didn't want him. Yeah. So he had his own thing to do. And when you think about it, you know, that's what that's what the movie's about. The movie is about perseverance. The movie is about you know going out on your shield, whatever you know. And that's and I think that's what people like. I think that's why people like Rocky. That's why I think people are starting to really like my documentary. It's not about mm-hmm. money. It's not about. I mean, I was never a guy like that. I swear to you, I was never. If I was, I would have quit a long time ago. I was never about okay. Like, you know, you get some kids at 15, I'm going to make a lot of money. I didn't think like that at all. I just wanted to get cool guitars and play, meet some girls and play play music. That's what I wanted to do. I wasn't thinking about how rich I was going to become. That didn't come until later when I was like 31 ago. Guess what? Things aren't going too good. Then I was thinking, well, I'm going to start making some money. Yeah. When you're 15 living at home with your parents, you're not really thinking too much about that, you know? What, what kind of uh, boxing did you have because i saw that in the in the preview did you box for very long yeah i boxed yeah i was early 70s you know i wish i could weigh what i weighed then i weighed 156 <laughs> and then i moved up to 165 i think my leg weighs that now but yeah. uh <laughs> yeah it was you know what it was good for me because i was somewhat i don't know it's it, it, you know i like i i think i talk about in the documentary i suffered from severe panic attacks hmm. in an era when nobody knew what they were people huh. thought you were crazy yeah no one said right. there was really nothing for it i mean now you have xanax so you have certain things like that that can kind of help you you have people you know in my days i was afraid to talk about it so you know because i thought people would think i'm crazy with boxing for me is what changed it because there was a camaraderie in the gym and yes, you would go in and get your butt kicked and things like that, but there was a camaraderie. And, you know, you got out a lot of aggressions and things like that, so it was good for me. You know, and I and I really thank all the people that were around that didn't beat me up too bad. So, so, so he he had, your brother had rickets, right, as a kid? No, he never had rickets. Oh, I thought he had, I thought he had some physical issue to start with. He didn't? No, 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 no. When he was born, uh, he, when he was born, his mouth was a little crooked because okay. uh, hmm. he got pulled out by with those forceps in those days. Okay, they weren't too sophisticated, so it kind of left him with a, a crooked mouth, which kind of became his calling card, actually. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Think it did, later actually. on. Yeah, so oh. when you have a crooked mouth and your name is Sylvester, <laughs> you will definitely get fights. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true, well, Frank. Do you mind if I take a yeah. two-minute break? You got you got one more segment we can do. Ask Art. Art, can we do one more segment? Sure. Got, I think you're on. Art says yes. Frank, you gotta go through Art. You gotta go through Art. I understand, Frank. But I tell you, we're coming back because the next thing I want to ask you is what you think of the fact that now they want to put boys and girls sports in schools. I want to get your take on that, 
We'll be right back with Frank Stallone. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home, list it on the MLS, and market your home online, all for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com. That's Shift, the number two, Sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Our very special guest, Frank Stallone, having a great yeah. time. The schmoozing up a store. I, you know, love talking to you. You know that. You've known that for years. Love getting on the phone, talking to Frank fun. Stallone. I do have a lot of fun talking to you. It's how life should be for everybody, and everybody would. Were you? I, I should ask you very quickly. Were you ever interviewed by by uh, Larry King? Yeah. How was that? Great. Great. That's. Yeah, that's what everybody says. He was just a really, really good interview. He was great. He was a legend. He was the That is wonderful. It's pretty amazing. 87 years old. Well, this weekend's been a tough one because uh, Ron Campbell died, the great uh, illustrator for the Beatles. He died uh, yesterday. And then you had uh, Hank Aaron die. You got uh, Larry King die. It's been a tough weekend, man. Well, you know what? That's what happens when you get old. Yes, it is. That is exactly what happens when you get old. I mean, that is Frank, I don't... Uh, yeah. 
I, I don't All want to right. get you involved in a bunch of real political things or anything like that, but I just I want just your your quick take. If you have one, if you don't have an opinion, I, that's not a big deal. But right. I'm tr- I'm struggling with the idea of, of of boys and girls in the same gym class. They're saying now that that girls' sports and women's sports will be ruined forever if this actually does happen. And it's going to happen because it was signed into law by the president, right? Well, yeah. What? I, I, I am total, total, total disagreement with with that. I don't think it's right. It's like, you know, it's like, you know, if that's the case, why don't you put the, you know, best female tennis player in with the best male, like Roger Federer, and you'll see what will happen. Why don't you put the best female boxer in with the type, type like a heavyweight like Tyson Fury, and you'll see what happens. It's a, it's a different muscle culture. It's a different thing. It's just right. not... Just right. because, I mean, you know, if, you, if you're transgender and whatever it is, and, you know, I don't know too much about it, and you want to be a, a, a gal or something like that, that's your right to do it. But I, I don't think, I think it's an unfair playing field myself. I don't think it's, I think it's, I don't think it's right. And I so, think, uh, Mike, pardon me? No, Mike kind of made a noise. Do you not agree that that Biden did sign that document? What, what he signed was that, that it's delayed until. He, oh, go ahead. What he signed, but I just don't think it's fair, and I think it's ridiculous, and I, I just don't think it's fair for you know you get these girls out there playing you know sports and soccer, and then you have you know a guy that at one time was like one ninety shredded. And all of a sudden, now, you know, he wants to transgender over or whatever that's called. I don't know that much about it, but I just don't think it's fair myself. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, some people probably think it's fair. I mean, that's, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. If you're, I'm, I'm, you know, what I'm saying is not gospel, it's just an opinion I have, you know? Mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. Mike, what were you going to say? Yeah, what, what he signed was uh, uh, it it delays a lot of things being implemented until March. Um, there's a case out there, right. a Supreme Court case that they're looking at, and people have jumped to the conclusion that it'll mean these things. Um, I don't know that it will, um, and I don't know once it's evaluated whether or not that'll be the end result. So I don't think he signed anything that says this is going to happen for sure. The, the basis is based on people having to identify as being a different gender. So I, I think it's a real limited class, but I I, I, I don't disagree with uh, Frank at all that there are certain circumstances, you know, like those guys in, I think it's Illinois, that are winning all the track meets. It's like, why? Right, I mean, yeah, really? Right. I mean, you know, I can, I, what, when I was playing basketball with Fawn, I think I dunked on her like four or five times. <laughs> and I really didn't get anything out of it, you know? Now, yeah. Sage, I like to muscle on up on, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. There's sports that guys and women compete against. Like, I'm a competitive shooter and trap and I've got my butt beaten by my friend Tim who's a six time Olympic gold medalist. They kill me. They didn't I wouldn't even I mean so there's different you know, there's different sports, you know, that that, that I think girls and guys can compete together on just a, a certain level, but I I don't know. I'm just uh, archery, you know, certain things like that. And but I think when it gets into the physicality of actual strength, we have a different body. We have a different muscle culture. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know if it's fair. I just I don't know where it ends. You know, I just you know today it's this. Who knows what's tomorrow? You know, I just think it's just. Uh, I would just like to see everything get back to some form of normalcy. I, and I don't even know what that is anymore. Maybe we'll have yeah. to bring that up to 
do a world summit too. You know. <laughs> we'll get it done, absolutely. So, Frank, uh, how does Stallone, Frank, that is, how does the documentary begin? How, do, how does it begin? Yeah, how does, the, how does the documentary begin? I mean, does it start with you as a young young kid? Uh, how oh, does yeah. it start? Obviously, you haven't seen it yet. <laughs> no, I have not seen it yet because, because oh, no. I do what Larry King did. I always wanted to hear it from the person first, and then I read the book or well, watch the film. of my career as a little kid, you know, um, you know, I think a lot of people that do certain things start at a very, very, very young age, and that includes, you know, athletics and, and other things. And uh, mine just happened to be music, and, and it's, it's what I wanted to do. I didn't have any other uh, expectations about doing anything else. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to sing. I wanted to play guitar. Uh, I wanted to be in a rock band. That's all I ever wanted to do, and, you know, but by the grace of God, I was able to do a lot of that, you know? So I feel really good about it. Yeah, no question. You got some, some so acting starts, chops you know, in there as well. As a, yeah, it starts as a young kid, and, uh, you know, and the trials and tribulations that go along with wanting to be in one of the hardest lines of work you can be in, which is show business. Did, yeah, is, no question about that. Is that your mom? And if that's people in, don't think I'm right, go out and try it. Is that your mom that's in the documentary? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she's still alive, huh? No. Oh, oh, sorry. She passed well, she away died. in September. Oh. A month and a half short of her 99th birthday. Wow. Wow. And she oh. was very, and I must say this, very, very clear-headed, not yeah. feeble. Used to exercise every day. And still drove a car. Wow. But, That's amazing. Yeah, she did. But it didn't matter because she was a lousy driver. Something's not get better with age. Stretch. Yeah. So she, drive like, she drove like she was 99 to 30 anyway. So. But here's the thing is this. I think what I got from her is her also stick to itness and perseverance. And like I don't give a whatever about what other people are going to do. And, yeah, I mean, it's weird. I've lost seven people that were very dear to me in this movie since, uh, God, within like the last year and a half. Wow. You know, my first plumber, my agent, best friend, my mother, Danny Aiello, Sammy Nesco, my musical director. So a lot of people. So I have not seen it since these people have gone over to the other side. So I don't know how I'll react. I hope it's not... Hope it's not in a major public forum where I kind of start blubbering all over the place, you know. But it is. But you know, one thing I can say about in the the positive end of it, they're on film for. You know, they're immortal. Now they're immortal. Mm -hmm. They're in the movie forever. I think that is wonderful. The reviews have been really good, Tom. I mean, the reviews have been really good. Well, I, you know? like I said, I've been a big fan of your work forever, whether it's on television, in the movies, singing, whatever it is. The Carlton Celebrity Room, the majestic uh, ballroom. I, like I said, Frank, it, the couple of times that I've run into you and I've talked to you, you know, uh, pretty much a couple times a year for the last 30 years, all the rest of it. But I've always enjoyed your work. You're just a straight ahead, straight ahead really good guy. You got a good heart. That's, that's what I'm looking for in human beings, you know? Well, you know, it's really funny. I mean, the last time I played Minnesota, 
was a benefit for Scott Ledoux because, you know, he had ALS. Yep. Yep. And the guy that was we're singing with, and he's passed too, was the guy that sang with Toto for a while. But he was from Minneapolis. I forget what his name was, Scott. But he, but he took over for the lead singer in Toto. And he was there. And, uh, you know, so we, i known Scotty since I did the Miss Teen uh, Twin Cities in 1978. That you was know, kind I'll of tell wild. You, tell, you, tell you a quick Scott Ledoux story. I've known Scott my whole life, and it was really sad that he that he passed. Because Scott was way. such a, a nice guy. I know. Yep, he was. But uh, one time, I'm... I'm going to go play in his charity. He had a charity golf tournament, Frank, and he invites me to play in it, so I show up. And all these people are standing around in the, in the clubhouse, and I walk in, and if people you've never met uh, Scott Ledoux, his fists was about the so- two, size of two of yours together, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just oh, telling no, you. Oh, no, he's a big, big, tough guy. <laughs> he was. So I walk in the room, and he goes, Tommy, you came. And from about eight inches away, he punched me in the chest. I think his fist was about eight inches from my chest. He punched me. I thought oh, I was going to have to go to the hospital. <laughs> it did, Frank. Nah, he, was, he had a hurt. Well, I, had this, <laughs> I know. I was a genius that got into the ring with him because I boxed amateur. And he hit me with <laughs> one jab, and that was it. That was it. That was I the... <laughs> yeah, I, we were just doing this publicity thing, and I was like a middleweight. And, you know, he was a heavyweight. Uh, Not that it would have made any right. difference. It would kill me anyway. So we were, he was just playing with me. Go for the camera, and he threw a jab. And I felt like someone hit me with like a pneumatic drill in my forehead. And I oh, said, yeah. "Hey, Scott, that's oh. great, babe. Okay." But uh, he, was, <laughs> he was a nice guy, man. You know, and you know, he lost all his money trying to save his wife from I think it was General, yep. from cancer. Yep. I mean, that's Absolutely. what he put all the money he made into trying to save her life. And so oh, and he was he was a good good person and uh, just. That's a sad, sad way to go for a guy. But, you know, in boxing, it's a very dangerous sport, and you have to know when to, like, leave. Can't stay around too long in that game, you know? No, no question. Frank, we got to get you into town one of these days. I will, man. I'm going to go out there at Minnetonka, eh? Go out there. <laughs> well, I don't know that was a really good impression. Minnetonka now. Isn't it a little dangerous there? Nah, Minnetonka is fine. You'll be okay. You'll be okay. okay. So, as, long as, well, first, as, long, first, as long as I don't get firebombed, I'll be all right. Yeah, we'll take care of you, Frank. Frank, thank you so thank much for your time today. Always great to see your name oh, on the docket, thank sir. You thanks. guys, and hello and love to your family, man. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Frank. Bye. Frank Stallone, ladies and gentlemen. The documentary called Stallone, Frank, that is available on digital and VOD right now. I just, he's just, what I love about him so much, he's a straight-ahead guy. Like I said, he reminded me of something that happened 40 years ago that I don't even remember anymore. He's that guy, I'm telling you, if you, once you met the, you've met Frank Stallone, he does not forget you. It's weird. Really a weird thing. But don't you, don't you think he's got a good heart? Seems to. Seems like a great guy. Don't really know him too well. Know. but His brother, on the other hand. <laughs> right. You my, best your best my best friend. <laughs> I don't, Dad. Why do you do that to me? Yeah. All because of I the love, time. I love embarrassing Here, well, then, you. That's oh, why she was too afraid to talk to him. No, right. I didn't care about talking to him. I was chasing my son, the one that tops the top of the top I with love these it. stories, though. Mike Morris, the football player, mm-hmm. superstar. Yep, superstar. Yeah. Yeah. Superstar. He yeah. once gave my dad 
a jersey to give to me, and I would wear <laughs> it correct. to Vikings games for like his years. jersey, his okay. retired yep. jersey. It was humongous. Oh, that, it yeah. literally it went to my knees. He's not a small person. <laughs> yeah, he's a large guy, and so he gave the jersey to give to my dad to give to me. I would wear it to only to Vikings games. Mm-hmm. One day, oh, I think I know what you're gonna say. Yeah. Yep. One day, my dad decides to when he's with Mike Morris. Says, "Oh, Alex loves a jersey. She sleeps in <laughs> yep. it every I night." That, that makes you sound like a psychopath. Yeah. Psychopath. <laughs> like a psychopath. Especially because he was a like no disrespect to long snappers, but yeah. he was a long snapper. Yeah, like not. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Made me sound like a complete psychopath, mm. and I was like, "Yeah, well, you are. I wore like if you, four ha- if you haven't, you were a pretty big Viking fan then. Well, yes, so, but I didn't you know. wear his jersey to <laughs> sleep every night. Like, why? You have to remember, Alex. It's your that. dad is a storyteller, and he'll, and he'll, he'll yes. twist so, the facts but maybe a lot maybe to make try, the story better. Just try not to make me look like a complete yeah. lunatic. So you sleep in a Mike Morris no. jersey, and you and Sylvester have yeah. Stallone have like. I'm with my best friend yeah. with arrows pointing to it. Yes. That's, true. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Exactly. He's got a tattoo of him right. now. Yeah. No, we That's have exactly friend tattoos. Yeah. Duh. Or those little like necklaces that are like half a heart that best when you're together. You <laughs> we both have a wave yeah, have the... on our inner arm to remind us of the time we met at the beach. Or what's those uh, those pillows that like light up when the other person's head is laying on their pillow? Like, what? Pacing. What? Really? No. Yeah, there's like, compa- yeah, there's like there's like companion pillows. Pillows that are out there that you can get oh that like light up or something like that. That when, sounds like something yeah. like a twenty-five-year-old girl would buy her boyfriend. <laughs> right. That, like, yeah. has to go on a trip. Yep. Like, and then, and then, oh no, that we're right. and sleeping he's got, together yeah. still. He's got a bowling ball on his pillow while <laughs> yes, he's out partying. Like, she's she's laying out. in bed. Like, the pillow starts lighting up and not lighting up. Lighting yeah, up like, and not lighting up. Does that give you a signal that maybe Uh-oh. something's going on there? Long-distance light-up pillow. Yeah, there we go. Yep. That's really there weird. There starts neon in I, should, I should send. Just I, a strobe light. I just need to send one to Mike Morris. Is all yeah. I need to do. There you well, go. I sleep with his Mike. jersey on. I can know that he too is sleeping. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Boy, look at the time. Thanks for that, Dad. Super uh, great. Alex, Mom, what? I got some bad news for Alex and Mom. Uh oh. All 128 stores are going to close this year. They were going to build 400 more, but now all 128 stores in America are going to close because of COVID. You will never be able to go into a Godiva store again. What? Really? Uh, Godiva? Godiva. Are they yep, still by the end make of March. Godiva? Well, yeah. 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 The stores yes. in America are all say. closing. I think I've wow. been to a Godiva like that's, twice in my life. I don't know. Is, that, is that the one that's in San Francisco or is that a different one? No, that you're that's thinking that's Ghirardelli. Oh, Ghirardelli. 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 Yeah. That's a different chocolate. Well, Melissa and yeah. I used to go there on our birthdays because they give you a free truffle on your yeah, birthday. They give you a free truffle. See, oh, not I anymore. Think I've never. There was one by the Urban Outfitters at the Mall of America. That's all I know. So you, mm-hmm. Melissa, that's twice you've done it, or yeah, yeah. we used yeah. to do this for year and a half, oh, fifty years. years. We used to love going for an afternoon stroll on our <laughs> Two birthday. Two years is a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Two years is a long time. I'm not saying that, right. but it's you know. <laughs> It's not not like, oh, we did it for 10 years, (laughs) and now we won't be able to do that. Not like the jersey every Every single (laughs) night. Nothing like that. It's tattered to Ray. Had flashbacks like a walk to remember. (laughs) 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 
Go to your truffles. We <laughs> have to take a break here. We will be back with hour two in hour two at the end of the hour. Kostaki Economopolis. Yeah. And I Brady. know that Michael Bryant will rub it in like there's no tomorrow. Brady, Brady, Brady. <laughs> oh, my Brady, God. Brady, Brady. He's unstoppable. Ten times. God. Everything Ten he times. touches Ten. turns to gold. Patriot South. Yeah. Now, if Edelman could we'll, just get cut and picked right. up, that'd be great. We will be back in a couple of minutes with part two, Tom Bernard and the Tom Bernard family and Tre- Tevin and Michael. Trevin. And all you know what? I'm leaving. I almost called you Trevin. Trevon? No pillow Trevin? for you. <laughs> Send me back I almost my called him Trevin. Trevin. <laughs> yes, it's, it's not lighting up anymore anyway, so Tevin's forget returning. it. Tevin's returning. long distance pillow. Yeah, we'll be down. back with Mikael and Trevin, right? <laughs> <laughs> the family.